What scientific experiment would you run if money and ethics weren't an issue? The Gilligan's Island Experiment. Shipwreck 100 people with vastly different backgrounds, wealth disparity, and personalities on a remote island. See what kind of civilization grows from it. Then do it 50 more times to check results against each other. Someone wrote a book about this. Basically, there are a number of case studies. You might find it interesting. Look it up. They're called Shipwreck Societies. Edit. Wow, this blew up during Thanksgiving. The name of the book is Blueprint by Nick Christakis. The link is here. Enjoy all. Happy Thanksgiving. There's also an island in the South Pacific, Pitcairn Island, whose inhabitants, around 50, are the descendants of the mutineers of HMS Bounty. Their society? Basically, lots of child R, which, when brought to trial, included their lawyers arguing that they didn't know R was illegal. The British government had to build a prison especially for them. Okay, well, I hate that last one, but I am really interested in reading that book. Can you imagine being born on an island like that and your parents are like, yeah, we came from a place with buildings and TV and now we have coconuts. I'd train gorillas in weightlifting. Really see how tanked they can get. Boost them with steroids along the way. After that, I take my army of beasts, pump them full of cocaine and let them loose in an empty shopping mall. Want to see which stores they like and which ones they don't. You know, for science and crap. Edit. I've had some fantastic input from you geniuses. To add, the gorillas will be trained in all beef-up exercises, even though science is against me on this one. We're gonna throw some PCP in with the cocaine. Cybernetic hearts to handle the load of coke, yada yada yada. Thought I had more on this. Oh, and the mall is empty because I'm not a freaking murderer, you guys. Quit trying to kill everyone. Not all science is about death, jeez. Jamie, pull that up. For the uninitiated, those things will rip your D off. See if a monkey tribe could become dominant over the rest by training them to make and use weapons and other primitive technology. Also interested in seeing if they would take their newfound knowledge and begin to expand an empire. So one thing they did learn about chimps is that they don't teach each other. They often are observers. A monkey see, monkey do situation. Humans teach others, but we also have an inherent trust in others when we are young, so we trust what we are being taught is true. Humans as adults will teach each other and form ideal mutually beneficial relationships. It is what gave us a huge advantage in developing material cultures like stone tools being made in a similar pattern by different groups of people. We learn from each other more than other great apes than just when we are young. If one individual is taught to make a spear, it won't go back to its troop and it won't proactively teach others to make a spear for the benefit of the group. But the others who see it make a spear will make their own after watching the first chimp do it. I also read yesterday that they will never be able to learn to speak. Edit. For those interested in a great read, here is the LE5 post I was referencing. Do you people want a planet of the apes? Because this is how you get a planet of the friggin' apes! I always wanted to try to breed a winter-blooming rose. Ethics are fine, but the cost of having that many roses in a hothouse and the decades of selective breeding most likely required to accomplish it would cost an astronomical amount, so I'm sticking with it. This is one of the most interesting replies I've read that isn't cruel or obscure. It seems so simple and achievable, yet I fully understand the ridiculous amount of money and work involved as you described it to achieve the desired outcome. Winter Blooming Rose. I don't understand this at all. Can you please explain it to me? Why would it take so much money and what is the goal of this breeding? Have an Olympics where every single athlete is drugged to an insane level. I think it would raise what is possible by today's standards drastically. 
and then have an average person compete alongside them to show the disparity. Imagine, lane one, Usain Bolt juiced up. Lane two, Jim from accounting. Don't you dare underestimate Jim. I've seen him jog every Saturday morning. How long a decapitated head stays conscious? All we have are anecdotes that might have been exaggerated. I've always wanted a definitive answer, but you know, ethics. It's been done about 7 to 10 seconds, so you gotta start planning on your last words now. You won't have time then. My current is, I'm going to head out. You won't have lungs, boss. Yeah, if I recall correctly, some guy went to a person who was going to be executed by guillotine and was like, I need you to blink for as long as you can after you are beheaded. For science, please. And the guy actually did it for like seven or so seconds. How athletes from different sports react to fight or flight. Even further, would they fight differently than others? UFC fighters just walking around killing all of the other athletes. Until the biathlon guy pulls out his gun and starts shooting. How would the world react to a mountain of 100 billion pennies for free in the middle of a major area? This sounds so dumb, but is really effing interesting if you think about it. I thought that said penises at first. Either way, I'd show up with a bucket and fill it to the goddamn brim about 500 times over the course of 24 hours. Buckets and buckets of penises. I'd want to see what a society of children would do on their own if they were alone from birth. Of course, adjustments would have to be made for when they were infants, but beyond that, how would they develop language, ethics, mythology, culture? And as they got older, how would they handle coming of age without adult role models? Though unethical, I think an experiment like that would answer a lot of questions about sociology, psychology, anthropology, and philosophy. It would be like watching the beginning of human society from scratch with no external influence. Edit. Yes, I have read Lord of the Flies, however that is a work of fiction. Edit 2. You guys have a lot of brilliant ideas on how to improve this experiment and a lot of true stories to make hypotheses on. I'm really enjoying reading this thread. Kill the pig, cut his throat, kill the pig, bash him in. Kill the beast, cut his throat, spill his blood. You people make me nervous. Gonna make my asthma flare up. Near-death experiences and what people see. So basically, I'd want to kill a bunch of people, then bring them back to life. I'm sure a lot of them wouldn't make it back. Ever seen the OA? No, what is it? Crisper the absolute F out of some kids and make some next-level humans that can run stupid fast and jump crazy high, then make the superhuman Olympics and figure out what humans are really capable of. Edit. Oh crap, first gold. You and your offspring will be exempt from my CRISPR trials. This is very different from what I just read about winter blooming roses. We could give them roses for hair. Dinosaur cloning. What else is there to do? Humans have quite a few movies that tell you that dinosaur cloning is a bad idea on Earth. So you're saying we need to go to the moon or Mars? Oh man, I love this question. There are a ton of geoengineering experiments that I'd love to run if they weren't both 1. illegal, 2. insanely expensive, 3. non-zero possibility of death and destruction. Iron fertilization. Basically, dumping tons of iron dust into the ocean to cause an algae bloom, which would sequester a bunch of carbon and help mitigate global warming. Cloud seeding, space mirrors, dropping a nuke into a volcano. You know, normal stuff. What are the downsides of iron fertilization? Big butt algae bloom would block sunlight and kill tons of water vegetation and the animals that don't eat algae. Teach a kid the wrong words for everything and see how long it takes for them to adapt. Another edit. Thanks for the gold. Also, it seems a fair number of people have done this to kids on a very small basis. Seriously, do not do this to anyone on any scale. 
This post is based on the concept of setting morals aside. This is a massively horrible thing to do. Edit. A few people have commented that this is the same as learning a second language, and I want to address why this is not the case. When you learn a second language, you are assigning a new word that has no previous meaning to you to a concept that you already know. So, you know what an apple is, and you stack palm on top of that when you learn it in French. But you aren't learning a new word, you're taking a word that already is assigned to another concept and trying to apply it somewhere else, while forgetting the original connection. Your brain isn't good at breaking neural connections. So you have to start thinking that you would take a bite out of a car, apple, and get in your roof, car, to drive to blue, work. This is much more difficult because your brain automatically tries to learn new things but has no good mechanism for forgetting. Based on comments, it seems that some have experienced this with single word swaps and it has been very difficult to overcome. I'm inclined to think that this would actually break someone. Experiment deemed unnecessary. I read a short story where a man did this to his daughter and she ended up killing him inadvertently because she was asked if there was anyone in the burning house he was trapped in and she said no while meaning yes. I'll see if I can dig up the source for you. That's interesting. I mean, honestly, if you did this to a kid, the best thing you could probably do is just teach them a new language. Sorry kid, English is ruined forever for you. We're doing a hard reset and going with Spanish. Hola. Genetic altering of humans. I don't currently have an issue with anyone that wants to do it on themselves. However, to do it to an embryo or through the parent's DNA to see what we could do to advance humans would be amazing. Alterations to intelligence, memory, physical attributes, gills to swim underwater, visual alterations to see the full light spectrum and hearing for the full sound spectrum, immunity to all diseases and harmful bacteria, ability to eat almost anything for sustenance. Cat girls. Can you imagine the existential crisis you'd have if you found out you and your whole subspecies were created to satisfy horny weebs? I will make five subjects of sane and healthy mind placed in a facility with five psychopaths, insane murderers. They will have group activities and a pair of two from each group and the activities will be of two types, moral and immoral. Then I will conduct results about how much these activities affect the subjects in both groups. Edit. They are not in a prison. They are just being volunteers. Prison is totally different scenario, and the Stanford prison experiment had totally different outcomes. These groups of two will go through a murder activity, but psychopaths are not allowed to murder their partner or anyone other in the experiment. This would be very interesting. I think it would make a big difference how the psychopaths became that way, nature or nurture. If nature, I think they'd have a higher chance of meaning somewhere in the middle. If it's genetic, we might not see much movement on that side. FYI, nature is genetics, nurture is environment slash experiments. Think yeah, I mixed them up here. <laughs> I'm having trouble getting over how the person said that the psychopaths won't be allowed to murder. Like, people aren't typically allowed to murder. That rule already exists. Raise a child without ever punishing or rewarding them. Just let them do whatever they want, and then see what happens to the behavior when they age. They will still be punished and rewarded by their environment. This will only answer the question to what environment was the kid born in, rather than perhaps breaking down inherent genetic aspect of behavior. Remove their amygdala and their pain receptors and somehow prevent them from receiving dopamine. Then they can't have any reward or consequence. You people are frickin' scary. I've actually thought a ton about this. I would put two people through the exact same conditions the entire life. 
Now, I'm not talking just similar scenarios, but everything, from the weather inside the womb to the humans they interact with to the wind every day, and I would see if they are the same. Essentially, if humans are born with personalities or if we develop them through little things all our life. Essentially, the butterfly effect. To be honest, this probably wouldn't even be possible with infinite money, but it would be cool. I would really love to read a paper about this experiment, to be honest. I would like to listen to you summarize that paper. Have a baby human raised by apes, basically to see if Tarzan's scenario would occur and the human is able to communicate fully with the apes. There have actually been a lot of cases of wild children who were raised with animals, most often dogs as they are the most likely to bond with humans, but I believe there may have been one with monkeys. Look up feral children and you will find plenty of articles and stories. With Elon Musk's Neuralink thing, the first thing I thought of was an unethical experiment. If you attached a whole bunch of wires to the speech center and audio center of the brain of a bunch of children and networked them together, I wonder what kind of language they would develop and how they would communicate with what is essentially telepathy. We are the Borg. You will be assimilated. Your biological and technological distinctiveness will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. I'd study the long-term effects of low-G on humans by sending a habitat to the moon and then sending supplies and volunteers. And I'd send a lunar bulldozer to cover the habitat with regolith because I'm not particularly interested in contaminating my results with radiation exposure. I'd especially love to see them on someone born in such an environment, if possible. Throw two groups of toddlers, one boys and the other girls, on two separate islands. Provide them food via robots and not teach them anything regarding gender, sexuality, race, language, etc. and see how they develop and never mention to them the opposite gender and have them be racially diverse too. It would answer so many questions regarding psychology, i.e., the sexual orientation a product of nature or nurture? Are humans born with innate gender roles? Are humans naturally tribal and or xenophobic, etc.? Edit. Thanks for the silver and gold. ITT, a couple of people confusing attraction towards the opposite sex with desire to procreate. Some gay people want to have kids too. Growing up never encountering the opposite gender is an interesting thought. If we're biologically wired to seek out the opposite gender for reproduction, but we don't actually know that the opposite gender even exists, what then? What then? Butt stuff is what. How children develop when occasionally microdosing LSD or how they develop when the mom takes LSD, MDMA, psychoactive drugs while pregnant. Full MDMA doses would mess up the mom's serotonin and dopamine, so I would assume that would affect the child as well. Microdosing acid and shrooms, that I would like to know. Why though? Why would you like to know? I mean, I guess I can say that to a lot of these stories. I'd run a serial killer contest. First person to successfully kidnap and kill 50 people receives $10 million one year after the last kill if they are not caught by authorities, and if they can prove the killings. How many persons would undertake this? How many victims would there be? Can I just say, if they created a show slash series with this plot, I'd definitely watch it. But what could the title be? Please like and subscribe if you've made it this far. I hope you'll enjoy the rest of the video and have a wonderful day. Brain transplants from humans to animals and vice versa. I'm thinking that the physical biology is too different for that specific cross-species surgery to work. Maybe start between humans, do a swap, and see if they fare. Yeah, but imagine watching a dolphin in a human body figure out how to move and adapt. I'd like to clone several sets of baby Hitlers and see how they grew up in different environments. Some can include a loving family, the kind that you barf at because they're so perfect, a Jewish family, 
an artistic family that encourages his talent, an abusive family similar to the one he grew up with, a family of scientists, and finally, the most unethical environment, a family of politicians. And also a second set of cloned baby Hitler so we can finally solve which percentage of people would kill baby Hitler. Also, a third set of cloned baby Hitlers, except they're not actually baby Hitlers and they're just raccoons. I want to see how the raccoon raised by the politicians turns out. Ooh, and the raccoon raised by the artist? Honestly, I just want to watch raccoons all day. Can this just be a raccoon channel now? Editor? I'm being told we cannot do that. Dang. I'd love to pit elite Madden gamers versus NFL play callers and see who is better at game management and play calling. Hail Mary every effing time, they'll never see it coming. This is ethical though, as long as you get a play caller and a player up for it, it could be done. No? Yeah, this experiment seems way too ethical. Where are the baby Hitler raccoons? Not necessarily a scientific experiment, but a series of experiments to see how you can control nerve sensations from the brain and whether you can create VR that can perfectly mimic the sensation of touch whilst being motionless. As if you're moving and touching something in a virtual world but not in the real world. Is that even possible? Calm down, Akihiko Kayaba. I want to send someone to space without a spacesuit. I've read about everything that can happen, I just want to see it on film. To measure the effect on development of humankind by eliminating the least intelligent 5% of the human population every year based on monthly standardized testing. Damn, this film sounded great till I found out Logan Paul was in it. Maybe he is an evil genius and his whole YouTube persona is a facade for his real plan, gathering a database of names through subscribers for the 5%. You lost me when you suggested Logan Paul might be a genius and not that he would be one of the first people eliminated. Force compliance on specific diets with a diverse sample of people and a well-regulated control group. Follow for 10 plus years. Is veganism really healthy? How about paleo? Should we never be eating gluten or dairy? Edit to add. This has definitely not been done before because there are several problems with this kind of study. You can't force people to comply to a diet, which is the first hurdle. You could have people voluntarily report what they eat, but this isn't a randomized trial and has its own issues. Recall issues, compliance, self-selection bias, etc. You're also missing a good control group to compare results to. Then, if there is a population that follows a certain diet, say people from the Mediterranean following the Mediterranean diet, you run into the problem of correlation versus causation. There could be something different about their lifestyle that is explaining the health differences besides diet. Same issue as above, no control group. There's also the huge issue of not having a longitude study. Most short-term trials examining diets are just that, short-term. It's hard to ascertain if there are health effects show up 10 to 20 years down the road. Second edit, you can't experiment on prisoners. This seems to be a common question. Even an experiment you feel is benign is unethical. Prisoners are unable to properly consent because they rightly feel their liberty is at stake for consenting. They are therefore not able to consent to an experiment, which means you can't run it. Most of the laws and norms that were passed stating this were conceived after World War II when researchers were quite literally concerned about preventing the crimes of the Nazis from taking place again. I'd like to know what people would really do for a Klondike bar. Eat a Klondike bar? Duh, get two for the price of one. Edit, why is my most upvoted comment a crap post? I've always been really curious about what the results of the Holocaust twin experiments would be if they were run by a sane person. 
If I didn't have to worry about the fact that I was slaughtering a bunch of children, which very much goes against my morals, I'd recreate those. Do you have some particular experiment in mind? Basically all of Mengele's twin experiments I heard of, aside from being of course horrible, made no sense whatsoever. The only one I know of that seems like it would give borderline meaningful data is the one about carefully measuring the bodies of twins to find out which traits are hereditary and which ones aren't. Perhaps not coincidentally, it also pretty much the only one that does not seem pointlessly cruel for cruelty's sake. When you start out with, look, I want to recreate some Nazi experiments, but morally, you know? Maybe instead just mention the experiment you want to do, leave out the whole Nazi part, and focus more on the ethical and moral part. Don't lead with Nazis. Which prescription drugs aren't really dangerous to mix with alcohol, and to what dosage can you be closest to death without dying so I can get Liddy? I mean, that's generally out there already. Be informed and be careful. Problem is, it can be a different experiment for each person. I'd love to see heavy research done around recreational drug use of all kinds. The human body lives to get high, and we'll never be able to fix that until we know more about what, why, how everything really works between the body, brain, and genuine drug experiences. We're getting there, slowly but surely. I would breed and engineer dogs to become more intelligent until they can understand the concept of, I'm coming back soon, don't worry. They deserve it for helping us get this far as a species. This might be the first experiment I am fully on board with. Anything that could help me avoid the destructions my two dogs do when we leave for half an hour. I'd raise a group of children from birth to adulthood, kind of like a Truman Show thing, without any contact with music and see how it affects their lives and personalities. I'd make sure everything else would be normal, but music would be edited out of their lives. Soft target schools, to see whether a school where people are trained and have guns is safer or less targeted than a school that does not allow firearms. I don't know how it would be done, but someone has mentioned it to me and I've always wondered how you would test it. Pretty much any Vault-Tec experiment. Ooh, I like this one, Gary. What do you think, Gary? <laughs> Gary! Put a baby in a pure white room at room temperature and find a way to keep them alive with no human interference. What would they do for their whole life? That Doctor Who episode wherein they bred artificially grown humans, infect them each with all known diseases so that they can develop antibodies slash cures. A legitimate eugenics experiment not rooted in racism and actually rooted in breeding superior humans. I'd use CRISPR and all kinds of gene doping techniques. After all the poo-hoo-hooing is done, humanity will thank me for solving modern healthcare problems through genomic manipulation and ushering in the next era of human evolution. I'd also use those artificial wombs to mass-clone, mass-produce, and mass-develop genetically modified embryos. I'd simultaneously pump billions into AI research so that the day-to-day -day responsibilities of running a society would be taken over by intelligent machines which will free up precious time and energy that will go towards the eugenics cause. Someone want to call a superhero or something? We've got a genuine supervillain out here. Either that or it's Elon spouting off some nonsense again. Iron Man suit. Ethics don't even need to be ignored. I just really want to make a complete Iron Man suit with all the weapons, flight, and Friday. Edit. You guys seem to be worried about how I'm going to power the suit. All Iron Man suits have an arc reactor built into the chest, even the Mark I. I asked for a suit, so I'm probably going to make something similar to the arc reactor built into the chest. Poke around in people's brains and see what I can and can't done from altering the brain. Imagine being able to stop allergies. Allergies are a function of the immune system, which isn't really controlled by the brain. 
Funny, I was going to say the same thing about most of this thread. Put a hundred babies from different countries on an island with a bunch of mute caretakers. Then see what their language would sound like. I want to see if the same franchise of a restaurant chain in demographically similar areas would have different amounts of profit based on whether they let the employees be mean to customers if they want. Oh, this is one I have thought of extensively. The one key, however, is that in addition to a lack of ethics and infinite money, it would also require a few technologies to advance further than they have. Solve the age-old question of nature versus nurture. It would require a large number of cloned infants of at least 20 gene lines. Each gene line would have half of the clones raised as recommended by the leading childcare experts of the time. The other half would be raised in a way designed to create individuals with as many negative personality traits as possible. In order to ensure all clones were raised identically, their care and human interactions would be done by human facsimile robots controlled via advanced AI able to deal with unexpected situations on the fly. Doing this is pretty much the only way that question could be solved. But I hope no one does. I'd give varying doses of psilocybin to people suffering from treatment-resistant depression. I'd then use this information to see how their depression symptoms improved, if at all. There is much more to this, but this sums it up nicely. Edit. Woohoo, thank you for the award, kind stranger. Since this comment is getting some attention, I thought I'd add a few things. I'm aware there's some amazing research currently being done with psychedelics. I just wish there were fewer barriers to this kind of research. If anyone is interested in this topic, please check out these wonderful researchers who are currently doing great work. Roland Griffiths, Matthew Johnson, Robin Carhart-Harris, David Nutt, David Nichols, Erica Dyke, Rafael Dos Santos. Please leave your story in the comments. I would love to make a video on them in the future. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe.